Welcome to Down the Stretch for the weekend of March the 14th and 15th, 2020. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from the heart of thoroughbred country here in Versailles, Kentucky. Each week, we review the graded stakes racing action from across the country. And if you're new to the sport or just wondering what a graded stakes race is, well, it's the highest level of competition in the sport of thoroughbred horse racing. And this past week, we had five graded stakes races, so let's get to it. And we're going to kick things off at Turfway Park. On March the 14th, we had the Grade 3 Jeff Ruby Stakes. This was a Kentucky Derby prep race with points assigned for the first four finishers. It was going a mile and an eighth on the all-weather track for three-year-olds, and the purse was $250,000. They are off in the 49th running of the Grade 3 Jeff Ruby Stakes. Good beginning for Fancy Liquor, who's offensive-minded. There goes Invader, the favorite, in the gray field pass. will come away racing in third. Hello again, away racing in fourth. Victory Boulevard is fifth. Tomatota hard-held in sixth. Miami Noy. In between horses as they run of the first turn, then comes the stiff. Austrian caught wide, then comes Dak Genios, and at the back of the pack on throttle. They head in the opening turn, where Fancy Liquor leads the favorite invader, who will track him from second. Field pass out on the clear while racing third. Halo again is fourth at about five off the pace, covered up to the outside by Victory Boulevard as the field straightens up for the backstretch journey. Miami Moy is advancing to the outside of Tomo Toto. Then comes Dak Daniels as they continue to run up the backside. The stiff is next, still two back to Austrian and unthrottled. At the back of the pack, the half mile in the ruby was 47 and 3. Fancy Liquor in start two leads the ruby field past the half mile pole by a length. Invader racing in between horses in second. Field pass made the move to the outside. That forced Invader to go. Oh, here comes Miami Moy with a four wide bid. Meanwhile, Halo again's getting a rail run. Halo again's fourth, just about three lengths off the leaders as they race around the turn. It's still Fancy Liquor. Whip comes out on Fancy Liquor. Invader presses up to the outside. Three wide bid from Field Pass. Halo again racing to the inside and fourth as they race to the top of the home stretch. And Fancy Liquor is still there. Fancy Liquor shows the way. Here's Invader up to the outside. And three wide is Field Pass. They're inside the final floor. It's Furlong. And here comes Field Pass up and after Invader. Fancy Liquor still fighting on. It's Field Pass to the outside. Invader fighting on. Field Pass and Invader. Field Pass from Invader. Field Pass gets there by a neck. Invader was second. Fancy Liquor third. And it looked like Halo again just held victory. Boulevard for a fourth. And the running time in the Ruby, 149 and 1. Field Pass give trainer Mike Maker his sixth victory in Turfway's flagship race. And the Maryland Bread Field Pass runs good down the stretch to take the Grade 3 Jeff Ruby Stakes. This colt is by Lemon Drop Kid out of the Runaway Groom Mare Only Me. Bred by Mark Brown Greer, owned by Three Diamonds Farm, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Irad Ortiz. Field Pass now has eight career starts. He's been in the money five times, and he's got earnings of just over $291,000. And Field Pass was a 2018 Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic Yearling, where he sold for 37000 And Field Pass is not initially nominated to the Triple Crown races, but he could be, and if he does, he will earn 20 points here with the win in this race. If they decide to nominate him to the Triple Crown races before March the 30th, the entry fee is $6,000. After March the 30th, 
the supplemental nomination fee for each race is required, and it's 200000 for the Kentucky Derby, 150000 for the Preakness, and 50000 for the Belmont Stakes. Better to nominate early. The running second was Invader. This three-year-old colt is by Warfront out of the Galileo Mare Say. Bred in Kentucky by Chelston Wine and Orpendale. Owned by Grandview Equine, Cheyenne Stables LLC, and Ellen J. Foxwoods. Trained by Wesley Ward and ridden by Alvin Jimenez. Invader now has seven career starts, been in the money four times, earnings of just over $153,000. Invader was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where he sold for $500,000. And rounding out the field in third was Fancy Liquor. This three-year-old colt is by looking at Lucky out of the Secret Romeo Mare Brandy Secret, bred in Kentucky by Hot Pink Stables and Skychill Racing LLC, owned by Skychill Racing LLC and Sand Dollar Stable LLC, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Florent Giroux. In two career starts now, been in the money both times, with earnings of just over $49,000. So Mike Maker gets the first and third places here in the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Now, next up at Santa Anita on March the 14th, we had the Grade 1 Beholder Mile Stakes. Going a mile on the dirt for three-year-olds and up, fillies and mares, with a purse of $400,000. And they're off in the Beholder Mile. Cece comes out well. Durlu is sent out for the lead. Hard not to love along the inside is also up with the pace, too. And Mike Smith lets her go to the front. Hard not to love will lead them. Durlu is in second. They're followed by Ollie's Candy racing third, about four lengths off the leader. Zusha is down at the rails. Cece outside of her. And KD Trey is far back. Onto the back stretch, and it's the favorite, Hard Not to Love, leading by a length to Durlu in second. Then Ollie's Candy and CC. CC is now only just two lengths off the lead. Four wide, but getting closer. Down at the rails, Zusha, a distance to KD Trey. There's a half mile to go in the Beholder Mile, with Hard Not to Love showing the way, three quarters of a length to Ollie's Candy. CC inches up on the outside, Durlu back to fourth. Then it's Zusha and KD Trey. Three-eighths to go. Hard not to love. Cece now comes with a big challenge on the outside. Hard not to love. Cece squaring off with five-sixteenths of a mile to go. Two and a half to Ali's Candy in third. And they're followed by Zusha. Top of the stretch. Cece on the outside puts her head in front. Hard not to love is asked to respond. But Cece is loaded with a furlong to go. And she's just cruising. Hard not to love is back to second. Then it's Ollie's Candy in third. 16th pole, and Cece pulls away for an authoritative win in the Beholder Mile. Cece and Victor Espinoza by almost three. Hard not to love second. Ollie's Candy third. KD Trey up for fourth. And the four year old filly Cece runs strong down the stretch to take the grade one Beholder Mile. This filly is by Elusive Quality out of the belong-to-be mayor Miss Houdini. Bred in Kentucky by Bo Hirsch LLC, also owned by Bo Hirsch LLC. Trained by Michael McCarthy and ridden by Victor Espinoza. CC has five career starts now, been in the money four of those five times. 
with earnings of just over $366,000. Cece has won both of her starts in 2020. And here is TVG with post-race interview of Victor Espinoza. Yeah, well, before going to the track, I was just a little concerned. But after I warm her up and, you know, good, going towards the gate, I have a good feeling that she kind of handled the track pretty good. And um, and I was excited for that. When that happens, you know, everything changed. You know, it gets too exciting looking forward to for her to run. You had a good vantage point of where your main competition was, and you knew what you had to do. Tell me about that trip. When did you decide to make that move on her, and how she responded? You know, I was trying to bounce out of there. You know, sometimes we make plans before the race, but they work. You know, everything changed. Um, you know, I thought it was one speed in there. I was going to track it, but it, you know, apparently a couple <laughs> didn't want to take that position. So it helped me because I was the outside in a good position. So I decided to, just to take it back a little bit, and and um, and it was just nice and then comfortable around the outside and by the three eighths I was like okay it's enough I can't just babysit her anymore so I decided just to get a little run just a little notch in there to make those you know all the horses run uh, you know a little bit faster although the pace it was pretty quick too but uh, down the line she was pretty much in control the whole race it was a very powerful victory nice ride Victor congratulations thank you ladies. the running second was a horse I love to watch race hard not to love this Ontario-bred filly is by hard spun out of the Vindication Mare Loving Vindication. Hard Not to Love has seven career starts now, been in the money all seven times. Her earnings are just over $488,000. Hard Not to Love was bred by Anderson Farms, Ontario Incorporated, owned by Mercedes Stables LLC, West Point Thoroughbreds, Scott Dilworth, Dorothy, and Gordo, David and Gordo and Steve Mooney, trained by John Sheriffs and ridden by Mike Smith. Hard Not to Love was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling where she sold for $400,000. And Hard Not to Love lost her left eye as a result of an accident while she was a yearling, and she races with one eye. She's quite a phenomenal racehorse, so much fun to watch run. And running third was Ollie's Candy. This five-year-old mare is by Candy Ride out of the Stroll Mare Afternoon Stroll. Bred in Kentucky by Paul Eggert and Karen Eggert. Owned by Paul and Karen Eggert and trained by John Sadler, ridden by Flavian Pratt. Ollie's Candy's got 11 career starts now. Been in the money 9 of 11 times with earnings now of just over $624,000. Ollie's Candy was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, where she RNA'd or did not meet her reserve when the hammer struck at 45000 And next up at Oaklawn Park on March the 14th was the Grade 2 Azari Stakes. This was going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $350,000. They're off. Ah, Emma has unseated Richard Aramia. She jumped straight in the air and he couldn't keep his balance on Ah, Emma. Serengeti Empress makes an easy lead at the clubhouse turn from Street Bend and Lady Apple. Rawway and My Lady Curlin are next, and Saracosa is the trailer. And Richard Aramia is still motionless at the 16th pole. They will, of course, get him out of there or maybe have to pull these horses up. We're going to check it as they turn into the backstretch in the Azari, and Serengeti Empress is the uncontested leader. Aramia is up and will be out of the way as Serengeti. Empress 
Empress, the Kentucky Oaks winner, is in front by four lengths from Street Band and Lady Apple. It's another five back to Rawway and My Lady Curlin, and Saracosa is the trailer as they run into the far turn. In the 34th, Azari and Serengeti Empress is dominating here. Three furlongs from the wire, she leads by five lengths from Street Band and Lady Apple. It's another six or seven back to My Lady Curlin. She's pretty much going up and down past by Saracosa. Rawway is the trailer, and Serengeti Empress and Joe Talamo are in complete charge at the top of the stretch. Street Band and Sophie Doyle begin to run after her just a bit. Now My Lady Curlin is in stride, and here's My Lady Curlin. She's about to move into third, but still six lengths behind Serengeti Empress, who comes to mid-stretch, gets a left-handed reminder from Joe Talamo and another, and she has just run them off their feet in the Azari. She is still six in front. My Lady Curlin, Street Band, and Saracosa will battle for second as Serengeti Empress goes coast to coast to win the Azari. Serengeti Empress won by five, could have been more. My Lady Curlin second, Saracosa third, Street Band finished fourth. And the talented Serengeti Empress takes the grade two Azari stakes. This four-year-old filly is by alternation out of the Bernardini Mayor Havisham, bred in Kentucky by Tri-Equus Bloodstock, LLC, owned by Joel Politi, trained by Tom Amos, and ridden by Joe Talamo. Serengeti Empress now has 14 career starts, been in the money 10 of those 14 times, and earnings of just over $1.7 million. And she sold as a weanling at Keeneland in November of 2016 for $25,000, and she sold for 70000 at the Keeneland 2017 September yearling sale. And running second was My Lady Curlin. This five-year-old filly is by Curlin out of the Slooty Lumiere Lady Ledoux, bred in Kentucky by the Sather Family LLC, also owned by Sather Family LLC, trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Joelle Rosario. She's got 17 career starts now, but in the money 14 of those 17 times and earnings of just over $805,000. And finishing third was the five-year-old filly, Saracosa. She's by Bernardini out of the Medagliadoro Mare Homeschooling, bred in Kentucky by Meritage Ventures Incorporated, owned by Chad Schumer, trained by Cipriano Contreras, ridden by Martin Garcia. She's got 15 career starts, been on the money 12 of those 15 times, with earnings of just over $206,000. Saracosa was a Keeneland September yearling in 2016, where she RNA'd, or did not meet her reserve price, when the hammer fell at $85,000. And next up on March the 14th at Oaklawn Park, we had the Grade 2 Rebel Stakes. This, of course, was a derby prep race with points assigned to the first four finishers. It's going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of $1 million. No parole broke beautifully. American Theorem and Nadal sent through from the inside, and there goes Nadal. And he will challenge no parole early, and these two go very fast. American Theorem is now in third, then Basin Silver Prospector and Three Technique. Next is Coach Bob, and the early trailer is Accession. No easy leads for Nadal as American Theorem is on the attack, and here 
here come the two Californians into the backstretch. American Theorem has pressed Nadal, and they are flying along. No parole backs off and sits third and two and a half from the dueling front runners. Then comes Basin and the outside three technique. Silver Prospector has about five lengths to make up, and he's six in front of Coach Baugh and Accession as they run to the half-mile pole in the 60th Rebel. And if either one of these top two win, they are the goods. It is Nadal ahead in front of American Theorem in second. Now to the outside and three technique and no parole. They're closer third and fourth. Basin's right there between horses. Silver Prospector at the rail. How about the top six separated by a length and a half as they race around the far turn and Nadal is still the leader. In fact, Nadal has put away American Theorem. He must deal with three technique who's on the attack in second. Silver Prospector rides the rail in third. Nadal has a final three sixteenths and this is the acid test and he leads by a length and a half. Three technique to the outside. Here comes Coach Baugh. A massive long shot running a big race between horses goes Accession who's come from the back of the pack. And look at this. It is Accession and Nadal. Nadal, Accession, Nadal, Aces the Rebel! Wow, what a race! Accession came out of the clouds for second. It is close for third between Three Technique and Basin. Yes, indeed. What a race it was. Nadal takes it gate to wire and is now three for three in his racing career with earnings of $753,000. The three-year-old colt is by blame out of the pulpit mare Ascending Angel. Bred in Kentucky by Sierra Farm, owned by George Bolton, Arthur Hoyu, Barry Lippman, and Mark Matheson. Trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Joel Rosario. Nadal was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for 65000 Then in 2019, at the phasic Tipton March sale, as a two-year-old in training, he went for $700,000. And here's TVG chatting with Bob Baffert about Nadal after the Rebel Stakes and also his other horse, Charlatan. You know, it was, you know, this track is getting heavier. You can tell it's got a lot of moisture in it, so uh, that time's pretty good for, you know, he was blowing pretty good, though. He got a lot out of that, so he's a big, strong horse, but... You know, he just kept on galloping out strong, and uh, they're just, you know, the talent. We know the talent is there, so, um, you know, that was like a, that was like a Bodie Meister move right there, you know. But, uh, you know, right now, I just, you know, just hopefully, I'm just hoping that uh, the racing continues, and um, I just don't, I hope they don't move that Kentucky Derby, you know, and be a, you know, but they have to do what's right. Well, you're on target with both of these horses. Nadal, of course, winning the Rebel at Arkansas and then this performance here from Charlton. So they have their maps as far as how to get there. So as long as everything stays safe, could we assume Charlton here in the San Anita Derby and then the Rebel to the Arkansas Derby for Nadal? No, Authentic runs here. Authentic run here. He'll go somewhere else. I, I don't know yet. He's got to figure that out. So Charlton, you got to figure out how he comes out of this. But as far as... Nadal, Nadal will be coming back Tuesday, so we'll figure out, you know... He looks like he had a pretty, you know, it was a hard race on him, but uh, they're tough. You know, one thing about them, they're, they're good and they're really, t they're fit. You know, they've had those races. This guy, he really needed that, you can tell, but uh, this will just move him way forward also. So it's it's fun to be in this position to have this quality of horse that I have this year. So the owners are, that I have are just great, though. Well, best of luck on everything moving forward. Congratulations on two nice victories today. Thank you. And accession comes from way off the pace to press Nadal close and finish second. This colt is by Union Rags out of the Tappet Mare Draw It. 
bred in Kentucky by the Randall Family Trust, David and Marilyn Randall Trustees, owned by Calumet Farm and trained by Steve Osmussen, ridden by Tyler Bays. Accession has nine career starts now, but in the money, five of those times with earnings of $288,000. Accession was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, where he sold for $150,000. And Basin rounds out the field in third in the Rebel Stakes. Basin is by Liam's map out of the Johannesburg Mare Appenzel. Bred in Kentucky by Cottonwood Stables, LLC, owned by Jackpot Farm, also trained by Steve Asmussen and ridden by Javier Castellano. Basin has four career starts, been in the money all four times with earnings of just over $361,000. And Basin was also a $150,000 2018 Keeneland September yearling sales graduate. Then let's take a look at the 2020 Kentucky Derby points leaderboard. Authentic has 60, at the Indian has 54. Nadal, Mischievous Alex, Modernist, and King Guillermo all have 50. Enforceable has 33. Storm the Court, 32. Soleil Volante, 30. Thousand Words, 25. Tis the Law, 22. Silver Prospector, 21. Accession, Honor AP, Major Fed, Candy Tycoon, and Untitled have 20. Shotsky 19, Independence Hall 14, and Silver State 14. And they have moved the Kentucky Derby out of the first Saturday in May, and it will be held on September the 5th this year. And rounding out the graded stakes action for the weekend on March the 14th at Gulfstream Park, we had the grade 3 Hurricane Birdie Stakes. Going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $150,000. And they're off in the Hurricane Birdie. Good start out wide for Lady Kate, driving through at the rail, blamed, has speed. Splitting horses and paws for the cause, joins the top flight. Away in fourth is the gray, Unholy Alliance. W.W. Fitzy's on her outside, aerosols to her inside. They're followed out four wide by Nona Madeline. Five wide and second last is Wildwood's Beauty. And left behind last is Sally's Curlin. They head down the backstretch and go into the opening quarter station with Blamed on the rail and in front to half a length. In the two-path pause for the cause is their second. Lady Kate is poised to strike third. Aerosol at the inside is now fourth, followed fifth by Unholy Alliance, then Nona Madeline, followed by the Becker pair as Wildwood's Beauty gets ahead of W.W. Fitzy and Sally's Curlin trying to launch a bid from well behind with three furlongs left to go. The opening quarter was a strong 22 seconds flat. Blamed has the lead, but she's had pressure every step from Paws for the cause who draws up alongside. Now Paws for the cause has the lead, and the Jacopaco looked over his shoulder to see where the competition is. He's got to have a smile on his face at the moment as she turns first with the lead. From the back, Wildwood's Beauty and Sally's Curlin really rolling from last. She's underway with only three lengths to make up and an eighth of a mile to go. Wildwood's Beauty tries to get Paws for the cause. Down the center, here's Sally. Sally's Curlin, Sally's Curlin from last to first to win the Hurricane Birdie, going away. Wildwood's Beauty was second, third, pause for the cause, then Nona Madeline and Lady Kate. What a kick down the stretch for Sally's Curlin. This four-year-old filly is by Curlin out of the more than ready mare Cabo Queen. Bred in Kentucky by Stone Street Thoroughbred Holdings, owned by CJ Thoroughbreds Left Turn Racing LLC and Kazner Racing. 
trained by Dell Romans and ridden by Edgar Prado. In 11 career starts now, Sally's Curlin has been in the money eight times with earnings of just over $379,000. And Sally's Curlin was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling where she sold for $160,000. And Wildwood's Beauty finishes second. This four-year-old filly is by Cantharos out of the J.P.'s Gusto Mare, Miss Propietus. Bred in Florida by Philip and Karen Matthews, owned by William Stiritz. Trained by Scott Becker and ridden by Julianne Leperu. Wildwood's Beauty has 13 career starts and been in the money 12 out of 13 times. She has earnings now of just over $421,000, and she was a 2017 Ocala yearling where she sold for $47,000. Rounding out the field in third was Pause for the Cause. This five-year-old filly is by Giants Causeway out of the Touch Gold Mare Sprightly, bred in New York by Chester and Mary Broman, also owned by them, trained by Kieran McLaughlin and ridden by Paco Lopez. Pause for the Cause has 25 career starts, been in the money 19 out of 25 times with earnings of just over $546,000. There you have all the graded stakes action for the weekend of March the 14th and 15th. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, and I hope that your horses are leading the pack when you see them running down the stretch.